0: You know who Leah Potter is? Do you know about the Sunset Soup Kitchen and the crew that do such amazing work down there? Well, she's on the line, and we thought we should have a chat. Leah Potter, hello. Hi, how are you going, Mel? I'm not too bad, babe. How's life out on the streets? What's happening in the Sunset Soup Kitchen? So much exciting stuff.
1: Um, as is usual in the lead up to an election, people start giving things to you. Woo-hoo! We've got yeah, we are. Uh, I produced an analysis of the year that I've spent out on the street because when I first started doing this it was just a reaction to some other situations in my life. I'd arrived in Darwin myself fleeing an abusive marriage Mm. and I I found myself in the system and saw gaps in the services myself you know. I ended up sort of uh, having difficulty getting accommodation and stuff like that So when I started doing um, feeding on the street, which was originally hot dogs without humiliation, and we went out on the street to people, Um, when I started doing that, all I really was doing was trying to address one simple thing, which is hunger. And there were all these other really complex issues around that with uh, you know, uh, homelessness and addiction and and alcohol and things like that. All these issues were around that that were way out of my reach, and so I just concentrated on feeding hungry people. But what happened was, <clears throat> over the course of the last year, in feeding those people, I was able to actually get to know most of the permanent Long Grass residents in the Darwin CBD. I know them by name and. I got to know their individual stories and it was really, um, it was a really cool, good tool to be able to identify the barriers that keep them in the long grass, the, the barriers to them actually re- reaching out to services. Because people would say to me, oh, there's this service or there's that service. And I thought, yeah, why don't they access that service? And then when I spoke to them, uh, I found out that there are so many barriers. You know, language it was just one of them, mm. uh, fear, domestic violence, uh, mental illness in a lot of cases, and barriers that people, you know, politicians that make legislation in air-conditioned offices, you know, don't, don't sort of come to the conclusion that some statistics just fall through the cracks, you know. Some, some people down there were on zero income for lots of reasons. And, um, yeah, once I identified that, I put I, I actually produced a, an analysis of the 12 months that I'd spent on the streets of Darwin and I uh, gave it out to anyone that I came across. You know I'm a, a bit of a political groupie. So yeah. I b- bailed up plenty of politicians and Luke Gosling actually sent a team down and they, they read the analysis and they actually watched all my videos and stuff too. It was pretty cool that they... You know, like I said, with an election coming up, I got some attention finally after a year. But, yeah, so I also um, presented that to the Northern Territory Government and the Darwin City Council and other community groups. And what happened was there was this huge effort from from Easter when we were overwhelmed with hundreds of hungry people because there were no services available, no other services. So everyone rocked up to doctors' Gully. Really hungry, and um, we had a mad paddock. Thank you so much to all the volunteers. Too, they make just such a mm. great effort down there. So yeah, we were absolutely overwhelmed huh? over Easter, and then after that, there was this massive effort, and it was a combined effort. People, some people were, um, we got them into mental health treatment. Some people went into work. Some people went. Uh, we we got some people into the narrows where they moved in with families. Wow. Um, And actually, you know, she cops a bit of slack, but Carolyn Reynolds took eight people out to um, Lake Bennett and four of them actually got work. So, yeah, it was a massive effort. It was was a combined community effort. There were just regular people um, helping, like driving people to Centrelink and things like that. Luke Gosling's team helped out with... uh, um, other uh, services, um, federal, uh, like, central, uh help. And, um, you know, it, it was really wonderful. It was just like, just this um, coming together of community and some government and um, 40% of the permanent people that I've been feeding are now not even coming to the soup kitchen because they're in... Um, they're in a better situation oh, now. Oh, Leah, wow. Yeah, I know. It makes, like, every day something about that soup kitchen makes me cry, but yeah. every day something about it makes me smile so mm. much. It's my favourite thing to do, and I love all the volunteers. We scaled it back a lot after Easter. During the week now, between Monday and Friday, when Vinny's in Stewart Park actually offered two hot meals a day, um, we just do sandwiches now. So volunteers just come out. We go out on the street again as well, because I found that um, there's still a couple of disabled people who aren't really able to make the walk down to Dr. Scully and back. So we take sandwiches during the week and then every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we have a big community collective gathering where everyone just brings food to share. It's really such a lovely place. It's a gentle place. And um, uh, yeah, it's it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. I tell you what, you, Leah Potter, and your amazing volunteers are (laughs) angels on this earth. Well done. Sorry, thank (laughs) you. Yeah,
1: just incredible. People say to me, you know, um, what are you even doing that for? You know, is it for, what do you get out of it? Is it for political gain or are you you getting paid? And, And it's like, and I kind of feel sorry for them that they don't understand what you do actually get out of something like that and it's it's, um, you know, far more at the end of the day when you look back on your life, the things that you do don't always have to make money. No, you
0: know? no, they don't. But uh, there's something else that I really enjoy doing. Can I tell you about next weekend? Go on, tell me, because you enjoy <laughs> making people giggle, my friend. Yes, yeah, my life is comedy and tragedy. <laughs> next weekend, <laughs> I am in um,
1: topping Comedy's Laugh It Off at Brown's Lutz. Friday and Saturday. Next weekend, not this one coming up, next weekend. And there's uh, five other comedians, all very funny people. And uh, it's down there at uh,
0: Brown's Mart. I love that old building. Isn't it gorgeous? Now, is there a bit of a facey event page for that one? Uh, Yes, Look so Laugh It Off, Top End Comedy, Laugh It Off. Laugh It Off. Well, I'll share that it's, one um, for you on our Facebook page along with the link to the Sunset Soup Kitchen one as well. But you're right, it's really important that we, we do the things that are hard but then we sit back and we have a laugh as well. Yes. One of the most
1: beautiful things, someone donated a sleeping bag to us and it was quite distinctive. It had this bright orange bottom part and we gave it out at the soup kitchen and over the lo- last couple of weeks i've seen it and four different people have been oh, sleeping wow. it yeah and i saw it another day it was rolled up and it was hidden under this rubbish bin and i was like oh there's this there's the sleeping bag and then last night I was down at Woolies and there was this fella rolling it out on the on the seat out the front of Woolies and I went over and said where'd you get that sleeping bag and he was like I didn't feel it I was like no no I know I know it's the, it's the community sleeping bag where'd you find it and he said someone gave it to him so they're just handing his sleeping oh, bag around wow. and to see it when I drive around the CBD to see it just makes me smile so much.
0: It's a reminder of all the great work that you're doing and also the very generous nature of those people who have so very little to give.
1: Yeah, and that's awesome. It's a really cool thing. Thanks to um, anyone who's listening that's given us off. It's great. And if you, you want
0: awesome. if people want to connect, is there anything that you're particularly looking for at the moment? We always
1: need sleeping bags and pillows because they do, they they jam them in under the trees and stuff and, you know, cleaning teams come through and clean them up. So it's sort of something that we're giving out quite frequently and it's getting a little bit colder at night now. So, and they don't have to be perfect. If you've got an old sleeping bag that's got a bit of a a hole in the bottom or something they'd
0: still really like it you know yeah it's still valuable and it can still be used you can connect via the facebook page sunset soup kitchen you can call me here one 808 and i'll put your information across to leah and you can grab your tickets to leah's next comedy gig at Brownsmart. we'll share that page on our facebook page as well leah potter thank you so much for all you do and thank you so much for your time this morning thanks darling talk to you soon bye